If you're one of those incredible people who are subscribed to this podcast and you just so happen to also live in Oregon, I hope this message reaches you in time. I'm headed to Portland this weekend and I'm co-hosting my first ever workshop. It's called Wellness Simplified. It's happening this Saturday on November 10th for a couple of hours in the afternoon. If you live in the area or know someone who does that would love to join us, you can find all of the details at criticalconversationspodcast.com forward slash events. I'll be sure to include the direct link in the show notes as well. That being said, let's get this episode started. Welcome to the Critical Conversations podcast. My name is Brianna Reesing, and I'm a critical care nurse with a true passion for preventative health. I've seen firsthand the impact that poor diet and lifestyle choices can have on us long-term. So with each episode, we'll dive deeper into the realities of our healthcare system, what preventative health truly entails, and what you can do about it. Welcome back. Hey guys, this is Bree. This is Critical Conversations podcast episode 15, and I am so excited to introduce you to the next two guests. This is going to be a duo episode with two of my favorite people. You've probably heard me talk about them before on Instagram. We've done a lot of things together, and I've even spoken at some of the events that they've hosted. They're an incredible group, and they also happen to be sisters. They're the girls behind She Changes Everything, shechangeseverything.com, and they truly wholeheartedly believe in simple, sustainable, healthy, ethical changes can change your life in the easiest of ways. The first sister, Heather, Heather Young, has a master's degree in communication, and she has a love for creative marketing and developing brand strategies, and she is the mastermind behind the She Changes Everything brand and the events that they put on together. She also happens to be a 500-hour registered yoga instructor and certified yoga therapist. Jen, Jennifer Klotz, is the mastermind behind everything food and nutrition. She has her master's degree. In nutrition, she's a holistic nutritionist and registered dietitian nutritionist, and she was previously the director of an integrative medicine practice in Chicago. Since moving out to Los Angeles, she has developed her own private practice and takes on -on one-on-one clients and has incredible experience in all things nutrition and really has honed her skills in on food allergies and food sensitivities, hormone balances, and infertility. And the stories she's told me about some of the clients she's helped are incredible. And I am going to let them say hello and introduce themselves a little bit more. Let's uh, clarify the voices here. Uh, Heather, um, I'll let you take the mic first. Yeah, this is Heather. I'm the oldest sister. So (laughs) thanks for having us so much. We're so excited to be here. Um, You know, Brie just introduced us, but I have to jump in and say that Brie is absolutely amazing. We totally love her. We feel lucky to have met her. And um, it's so funny how much overlap there is in our missions. And it's just amazing when you meet people who are out to help make the world a better place, to love people where they're at, and then just are really thoughtful and open-minded. So thanks for having us. I'm so excited to have you guys here. And Jen, go ahead. Yeah, we're super excited. And your intro was so inspiring and so loving. So thank you. I absolutely loved it. Um, My biggest thing with any person that I work with is I'm always reminding them that I'm meeting them where they're at. 
And when you meet people where they're at, you can create meaningful change because you're not shaming them. You're not making them feel bad for what they haven't done. Instead, you're inspiring the possibilities and help them fit into what they can actually do on a daily basis. And that's where powerful change happens. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely love that. Like working in the hospital for these last few years and just seeing the struggle that people are going through, they don't know where to start. And I think you're so right. Like just allowing people to just inspire them to make small changes towards a bigger goal is really the best place to start. Yeah, it, it really is. And speaking of the hospital, I think that's one of the biggest places where um, just seeing what I was seeing on a daily basis, because I did work in the hospital for a while and interacting with patients and realizing that they were so overwhelmed with just the diagnosis that they had right. just received, yeah. that they, they weren't even in a headspace to hear even small changes right, because they course. were just in the overwhelm acceptance stage. And then that, that inspired me to be like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to make the meaningful change that I thought I was going to make with my career here. And I, and I hate to say that, but in a way, hospitals are setting people up to just be in the overwhelm space and not in the meaningful change space. Yeah. It's just how it's designed. And, um, you know, can it happen? Sure. But for most people, it's survival. And then you can evaluate change after you leave the hospital. All right, let's circle it back to She Changes Everything and kind of how you girls got started and where that dream developed and what what encouraged you to start on that path because it sounds like you both were on a different path with what you studied in college and your first careers that you had and like what brought you out to LA and what got She Changes Everything started if, if it's a simple story to tell. I don't know how <laughs> if you're able to tell it in a short amount of time but I would love to hear more about it. You know it's funny because it's technically not a simple story no. <laughs> but, but we'll keep it simple because you know maybe that will be another other podcast episode. Yeah. But notes, yes, I would say simply put, um, Heather started to have chronic debilitating health issues in college. And um, I personally, even as a kid, was never someone that I would call super healthy. But I would say the big thing was we we just ignored those symptoms, which is what we're all taught to do. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, I went to the doctor. She went to the doctor. They did our blood work. Oh, you're you're healthy. You know, quit stressing or, you know, get more sleep and you'll be fine. And I was like, oh. Just very vague yeah, advice. Yeah, very vague <laughs> advice. No, no meaningful transition there. So I would say to speed up the story, um, the biggest transition happened when I was in college and, you know, doing my studies and um, skipping ahead to my master's, I got to pick one of my rotations for, um, for where I could work, and I picked an integrative clinic. And I was lucky, and I got in there, and my mind was literally <laughs> blown up with the level of just what you can do to, one, change even just, you know, what you would consider the most serious diagnosis to even something like that's just debilitating and chronic that can heal someone. And while I was going through and learning all these things, um, like I said, Heather was going 
in and out of doctors. I was still sick. I saw so many doctors trying to figure out what's wrong. And you were just going to like the standard American doctors. You weren't going to functional or nutritionists or naturopaths. But even specialists, like I was told I had MS and several different scary things. And then Jennifer came through the door because we lived together um, at that time. And she's like, oh my gosh, I think I know like the beginning of what's wrong with you because they had been seeing some clients that day that were presenting with similar symptoms as me. And literally that was a watershed moment Mm -hmm. where it was this moment of being blind to the changes we had control over and to how intricate the body is to this place of awareness that um, there was a name for what was wrong with me. I wasn't crazy. It wasn't in my head. And there was this potential that I could heal and Mm -hmm. start to address these things. And I'm forever grateful because that was the beginning of her starting to literally take everything she was learning and then (laughs) tell me for free. I've never had to pay for a consult. (laughs) Um, But it changed my life because it allowed me to heal and start to put into practice what was now the is now the foundation of she changes everything. Yeah. So uh, simply put, she was um, she had what was called candida, but candida to the highest level possible. Like her blood work was crazy Here. to look at because she actually came to the clinic <clears throat> after I was like, you have to come see them. But she, I think the important point in this story with how she developed was that Heather was thriving, I was thriving. Um, we had made simple changes to our diet, to our lifestyle, and started to understand how food impacts you, how sleep impacts you, how stress impacts you. Um, and then we both kind of got curveballs <laughs> yeah. thrown at us um, that kind of derailed the healthy train and put us on more of what we call the chronic illness train. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Four years ago then, so I'd gotten to this place of healing, and I was bit by a spider. And it was while we were living out here in California. And most people don't know that spiders and different bugs can carry Lyme. Most people just think of ticks. And it was, it created just this instant immune response in my body. Um, I had to take some pretty heavy antibiotics to help with just the infection level. And I questioned Injected antibiotics. Yeah, I questioned to this day, like, because even those come with their own symptoms, but it just fired up my immune system and set off this whole cascade. Yeah, massive cascade of everything to the point where I became allergic to the clothes I was wearing and plastic. I had this moment where I was getting ready to go into a meeting and I put on a scarf and I just had this fiery, intense rash starting to cover my body, climbing my throat towards my face. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on right now. And I'd been struggling with rashes as my immune system continued to cascade down. And then all of a sudden there's that little voice inside you that knows things and Mm -hmm. we take it as we're crazy. But if you start to listen to your intuition, the little voice inside said, it's the scarf, take the scarf off. And I took it off and took some Benadryl and it was instantly starting to calm down. And I flipped for the first time in my life, the label on my clothes and saw that it was made from hundred percent polyester and polyester is a derivative of plastic. So this is something that you come across everywhere in your life. And, um, I think that that moved us forward from this idea of nutrition because nutrition can so, um, help with wellness, but there are a million other things that impact your body. And we firmly believe that she changes everything that it's all connected. And so 
that really got us started with this idea of looking deeper into the choices you can make that matter, that help your health, and then with the plastic thing, help with the planet, and then are also ethical as well because everybody wins when you start making those choices. So were you aware of it at the time? Was it on your radar that the clothes that you were wearing could potentially be harming you? Or was it like in that moment that it inspired you to look a little deeper and do research on your own that you then learned about it? Uh, I had like a more of an awareness of the ethical side of clothes where the clothes that we wear can either be made ethically where people are paid fairly and work in a safe environment. But at that point, I hadn't really strongly made the connection on how powerful the impact of clothes can be. Like I knew you could buy organic clothes and natural fibers because I was aware of that on just their whole Um, you know, organic, natural side of learning and understanding things. But that was the first time where I saw the impact. And I, I feel like that's one of my passions is to look at women and say, if you come home from a workout and you have a big red rash around your bra line that you're wearing from Victoria's Secret that's hot pink. Uh, <laughs> it may never occur to you that the red dye that is used in that bra is irritating your skin and entering your skin at a higher rate when you sweat because you're opening up your pores, but it's letting something, what you put on your skin is entering your body and it can have an impact on your health because it changes just the load that your body has in wow what you like what it has to process out and detox that's powerful i've never even thought about that that the dye in the clothes could actually absorb through your skin yeah and that's actually one of the more powerful irritants is the dye especially your really bright fluorescence and reds and so i started i'm currently wearing a very oh, no. bright yellow oh, no. sports bra from but just remember, now you have the power to choose to wear it or not and here's the thing wearing it i'm learning so much already it's way more different than wearing it when you're sweaty because again i'm a yoga instructor and i started teaching hot yoga So if you want to talk about an environment where the clothes you are wearing have a chance to interact with your body, that's totally it. Mm -hmm. So, um, but here's something I want to help people paint a picture on because I didn't really understand. I started investigating clothes then, found out that polyester is in like practically everything. And it's in all the beautiful clothes that you want to buy. So believe me, when you become very allergic to it, it is um, an interesting journey (laughs) to figure out what to buy and not to buy. But um, When I was doing my research, this is what really had the aha moment for me with the dyes. Two things happen. Um, In China, especially where a lot of these clothes are made, especially a lot of the athletic wear, when they cut the clothes out of the patterns to sew them, the scraps that fall on the ground have to be disposed of. And for a lot of these factories, those scraps are disposed of and marked and labeled as toxic waste. Wow. And that's something that's sitting on your body. They literally have to... deal with these scraps as toxic waste. And I was, my mind was blown and I was just suddenly aware that uh, I could choose or not choose to put this on my body. Although my body was screaming at me, please don't. Yeah. You were already so so inflamed and your histamine levels were high and your body was at its breaking point because of the toxic burden that had been exposed to on so many other levels, that those were the things that were then pushing you over the limit where it's like some people, they can put those things on and they don't have any reaction at all, but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be aware. Like me, there's not, yeah, in my neon yellow sports bra right now, feeling a little nauseous about it. There are things that impact your body, more things than just food that you can do. that's exactly why you guys are here. That's what's so powerful. And the information along those lines is so interesting to me, but it also 
I want to be very careful with it. And I want to just kind of do a disclaimer for you guys listening. All this information, Heather is so passionate about the sustainable, ethical side of the fashion industry. She is just a world of knowledge with it. And we're going to do episodes just with her and dive into this a little deeper. But it can also be so overwhelming to just look at your closet, just like the same way I felt when I first discovered that there were preservatives and harmful ingredients in my food. And I read that first Mm -hmm. blog post and I went home and threw everything in the trash that I considered my favorite foods because I was then just disgusted by what I was eating. That wasn't the right reaction to have because then you're left with nothing. There's a big sense of overwhelm and the whole point of having these conversations is to just encourage you to make better choices as you go forward and not necessarily get rid of everything you have right now because there's also a a correct way of doing that in a way that's sustainable for the environment. Yes, exactly. Well said. You know, you're, you cannot change everything in your life. You know, there's, everyone has limitations for what you can and cannot do, but you want to focus on making the changes that you know that you just feel like are making massive impact on you. Um, But on the flip side, when you raise awareness in general, that's what I always tell people is, look, I don't expect you to go and make these changes when it's not realistic for you right now, but you can share this information with others. And when more and more people become aware of how companies are cutting corners or creating issues for us as a population, you know, it makes it even more likely that people even if it's not you, someone can be voting with their dollars so that companies are being forced to change. So that way, you know, you don't have to become an expert in yeah, all things. Yeah, you shouldn't have to think about half yeah, these things. Like I tell people, you shouldn't have to be thinking about this. But right now we have so many companies that just care about the bottom line and how much money they're making that they don't care if they're making yeah. you sick. And I think that's the bigger picture. That's the bigger conversation. Even if you can't do anything about it today, um, awareness is key for, you know, how you vote, for what you talk about with people. It can just change so many things on different levels. On a very small scale that you might not even realize anything's happening around you, but it truly is. Like we are truly in the middle of a movement and a food revolution and a clothing revolution. And this generation is speaking up. We're doing research. We have the internet at our fingertips, which can be a bad thing, but it truly is a powerful thing in our ability to get the information quickly. And we're able to share the information on a worldwide scale. This part, this podcast in particular, last time I looked, is downloaded in over a hundred countries. That's incredible. That, yeah. It's powerful to just be having this conversation and allowing the information to spread. Just like with organic food, 10 years ago, if you told someone that you only eat organic food, they would think you were crazy because it was nearly impossible to find it. There wasn't a single restaurant hmm. Other than maybe a vegan restaurant here and there that was even aware of organic food and the the benefits of it. And now big box stores like Walmart and Target and Costco are some of our top suppliers of organic because people have shown that that's what they want by purchasing things when they can. They choose to purchase the organic apple over the conventional apple. And one purchase like that on a scale worldwide creates massive change before you realize it. 
And I think that is exactly why you guys are so passionate about this message. And you walk the walk. You truly have done your research. And I'm always, I always learn something new every time I talk to you. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're always learning. Yeah, we're always learning. <laughs> but we just always remind people with the She Changes Everything is that you only learn one thing at a time. And you have to give yourself so much space for that and grace for that. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. When we meet people a lot of times there can become this component of guilt or shame. Like I didn't know and now I'm doing this, especially with moms and their kids. Yeah, there's so much guilt. And they find out about formula or things. There is. And I just want to hug people immediately and say, you cannot put any weight on yourself for something you did not know. And it's a decision a company made. It is the only thing that you have ownership of what you know now and what you choose to do with it now and see how it fits in your life. And that's so important to us that people know that you don't have to look backwards. We want you to just look forward into those changes that matter. Plus, it give yourself the space and time. Like you said, you went home and you- Oh, I was so dramatic about it. <laughs> dumped everything into the, into the garbage can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and ben, ben was in shock. He was like, yeah. where did everything go? And he was like, I threw it away. <laughs> talk about this like we (laughs) exactly which sometimes I tell people sometimes dramatic change is you know exactly what you need in order for it to happen it has to be a light switch effect but on the flip side for for example you know I'm still working on creating a closet that doesn't contain you know clothing that I don't 100% support, but I don't have the resources or the money right now to just throw out all of my clothes (laughs) and say, I'm never wearing this again, because that's the even worse than, you know, slowly transitioning your closet, not making things last and not wearing them because that's more ethical and more sustainable than just chucking your clothes. Making mindful purchases and wearing the things that you have and using that. It's my understanding that, um, and can correct me if I'm wrong, but like if you're at just a standard kind of cheaper run of the mill store and you purchase clothing, if you wear it right off the rack, it's mm-hmm. you're getting exposed to formaldehyde because of the way it's packaged. Is that true? Correct. And I think um, a big conversation with this is a lot of clothes are um, obviously they're sprayed with flame retardant. Yeah, to for the crates coming over from China or overseas for the shipping. And just, you know, it was a life-saving measure in theory. It used to just be pajamas, but more and more clothes are being sprayed with it so that they don't light on fire as easily. <laughs> the issue the issue with this, and, you know, we'll, we won't spend a lot yeah. of time on it. We have to do a conversation this about is, it. This is why everything's all connected. Yeah, though. we 100%. started with clothes. <laughs> everything's all connected. So go. formaldehyde um, is what's called an obesogen. So the chemicals that are being put on our clothes, and there's other ones besides that, unfortunately, they leach through the skin and into the fat cells. And they're because they can be toxic for the brain or they can be toxic for the organs, the body has to wall them off if it cannot pee them out in the detox process. So there's actually so they're growing body research. stored in the fat cells to protect the organs from having to filter through all of them. Correct. And so the growing body of research is showing that the more of these obesogen chemicals that you're exposed to, the more likely you are to become overweight um, and have more fat. So 
Um, so you think you're trying to eat right, you're exercising, you're sleeping, and the very clothes that you can be putting on your body are preventing you from losing any weight and, in fact, could be causing you to gain weight. Now, do those chemicals wash off? Can you wash the clothes once or twice and get a much lower dose, or do, do they never leave the clothing? Is there? A- it depends on what the clothing is made of. So you have the you have the chemicals themselves that do to a degree wash off. Mm-hmm. But then like for me, when I'm when you're wearing like a polyester, 100% polyester shirt that is plastic, which by default has its own chemical markers mm-hmm. that are classified as obesogens. So that's never going to wash off. As the clothes get older and break down, you're just continuously getting that on your body. So kind of twofold. Wow. That's really overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's take a So pause. let's take a step back. One, it's growing body of research, as in like it's not 100% like fact, as in, oh, definitely, definitely. But um, the conversation for me is, well, research is showing that this is connected and it's showing that we don't technically need to be spraying a lot of clothes with these things. And it's just the fact that you're trying to keep ch- clothes cheap that are creating the use of these chemicals. So again, the larger conversation is letting companies know, no, we don't want a $4 t-shirt. We want a $10 t-shirt that keeps us well. And it's been done right. And a $10 t-shirt that will last longer and not break down and you won't have to buy another one as frequently. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But the point, even with the clothes though, is that, you know, as a woman or as a person, you, you're trying to make choices every day that help you feel your best, but also choices that matter. Like they're good for the planet. They're good for other people. And you just make them one at a time. So even with the clothes, you're coming into it from this, this mindset that you're going to do what you can every day. You're going to celebrate your wins. And then you're just going to keep growing the next day. And even with the clothes conversation, now you know you can flip the clothes and if you see that it's made out of organic cotton or hemp or natural fiber, you can get excited about it because you just took a little load off your body by making that choice today. And then you'll just make another choice tomorrow and keep moving on through growing and developing change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, we have so much to talk Mm -hmm. about. I'm so glad you guys are here. (laughs) Yeah, we got stuck on clothes. We haven't even yeah. hey, the to, I know. to finish the clothes conversation because I think this is a really good simple tip for people. Okay. This is what I tell my clients, especially if they they come to me and they're like, I'm breaking out, I'm getting tons of rashes, um, I, I just don't know what's wrong. Um, I do bring the clothes conversation in because this can be a very common reason people are breaking out and and unaware of it, right? And it can make you feel nuts because if you wear a certain shirt that you are allergic to on Monday, you get a crazy rash and then you don't wear it again um, for two weeks and your rash finally goes away and then you wear it again and then the rash comes back and then most people are obsessively looking at their food and being like, what did I eat? What did I eat? And then they're like, nothing matches. I don't understand. And it could just be from the clothing. So the simple tip to kind of start gauging whether or not clothing is a problem for you is typically if you are sensitive to what you are wearing, you will start to perspire or sweat a lot. So I, it's what I call, well, you weren't really having a particularly stressful day. It wasn't really that hot outside, but you put this shirt on and you just think you're having a day where you can't stop the sweating when in fact the clothing in itself is causing that specific response in your body because your body is desperately trying to deal with the exposure that you're getting from that shirt. And so you're sweating a lot. So if someone comes to me and says, I sweat constantly, 
I, and I, you know, I've tried a hundred different deodorants. I don't think I can do natural deodorant because I just sweat, sweat, sweat. This is one of the first things that I have them start looking at because it can really turn on that sweat process, especially around really the armpits and underneath the boobs. Hmm. So fun facts. Fun facts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And I would say to that, if you feel like you might be onto something with that with a piece of clothing that you're wearing, for those of you that are listening, don't get rid of the shirt. Just put it to the side, put it in a corner at the bottom of your closet or something and be mindful of it and see if those symptoms go away or return and just start kind of looking deeper at it like that. And then you can always try and put the shirt on again in a month and see if the symptoms come back. It's just like all of the conversations we've had on this podcast so far, it's just about becoming more aware, paying attention to your body, listening to how certain things are making you feel. And as you can see now with the way these conversations are going, it's not just about the food that we're eating. I used to genuinely believe that it was all about the food. Mm -hmm. I was seeing really sick patients in the hospital and I was convinced that if we just change the way we eat, we can change our health. And that is a small piece of the puzzle. But as I've gone headfirst into this health and wellness industry and just really expose myself to all the knowledge that's out there, I'm truly realizing there's so much more to it than that. And that is why we're having these conversations. And it's why you guys do what you do. So before this conversation ends, I wanted to chat just a little bit about some exciting news. So Heather and Jen created SheChangesEverything.com. And they have also created events that are wellness events in person. They're usually all women. I don't know if they put a strict rule on that when you purchase a <laughs> ticket, but <laughs> they tend to always be just women that show up. And it's an incredible, powerful, inspiring community. And these events are called She Day. I have personally been invited to and been given the honor to be able to speak on stage at both of these events. And I'm so excited to get to announce with them and I'll let them tell you a little bit more. But the third She Day is coming and it's coming soon. And we want to tell you guys a little bit more about it. So I'll let you guys take that and you can uh, announce the next event. <laughs> Which is so exciting. And I have to say, we started She Day because, you know, we were talking to friends and family about these changes and you always bump into that overwhelm where you run out of time and you're like, "What? Well, there's so much more we want to say and we want to guide you yeah. through the changes because <laughs> change is hard and you need that support and community that is so inspiring to get change to happen. And that's why we started these wellness events because they're an amazing way to get a large group of women together that can actually connect, create that community and then we can share a lot of very organized, meaningful information that helps people clear the noise and yeah. really get empowered to take control of their health so that they can make changes that matter. And it's a super fun day. I, I've always thought Christmas was my favorite day, but she day is like right up there <laughs> with my favorite day. It's an incredible day, guys. The energy, the community, everyone that shows up, it's always it's so fun. Like no one ever wants to leave. Like the day is over and everyone just hangs yes. out. <laughs> like no one wants to walk yeah. out the door. Yeah, it's so fun. And it's for everyone. You know, whether or not you haven't even started eating Brand healthy newbie. yet. Yeah, you have no interest in even making changes to your clothes. You just want to know about the food. Like we, we talk about everything. Yeah. We make it easy, manageable, and even help walk through where should you start. Like what could be your biggest win? To yeah, that's the key is what's your biggest win because all of us every day can make changes that matter and take pressure off your body. And each one of us is going to be in a different place where our body's like, this is really what I want the most right now because mm -hmm. it's trying to talk to us and we dive into that as she day. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we are really excited because this year 
We're actually going to have four yeah. different cheat days. <laughs> the response has been just this. We're going to do yeah, four. Yes. I didn't even know four. We, we did a poll. We were like, where do you want us to come next? And then it's just like, And the feedback was just women. so amazing. Yeah, from so many We cities. wanted to go everywhere. Just if your city didn't win, we did We're, we're we did sorry. Try. And then, yeah. then there's the next year. So Yeah. But we're we're starting back in LA where it all started February 23rd. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be right away at the beginning of the year, right when we're all in that space of kind of making changes. And um, we, the all details right. are on the website at shechangeseverything.com. But it's February 23rd. And then we're also going to, this is like a big deal. No one's heard these words uttered, but we're also going to Chicago. <laughs> we're going to Nashville. And then we're also coming back here to go down to the OC. Because if anybody who lives in LA knows, it's like LA is like, like its own state in and of itself because of traffic. You can't get from one side to the other. So that's so exciting. I can't wait. So February 23rd, 2019, that'll be the first event of the year. And that's happening in the Los Angeles area. And tickets are for sale and we can find them at shechangeseverything.com. Yeah, right on the homepage. You'll be able to jump to tickets from there. Perfect. And the girls were so kind to offer Critical Conversations podcast listeners a discount. So if you're hearing about She Day from this podcast, go ahead and head to SheChangesEverything.com. Your promo code that you can use will get you $10 off your ticket and you type in Critical Conversations, all one word, all capital letters, and that will get you the discount you're looking for. And we are so excited to meet all of you and grow this community every time they do it. It's bigger and better. And I can't wait to see what you guys have in store this year. We're excited. We're so excited. We've been working hard on kind of retooling it, and Mm -hmm. it's just... It's going to be the best one yet. Yeah. (laughs) We're not even just saying that. (laughs) No, we're not. I just want everyone listening to know that it's such a low-key, non-judgmental, no agenda, no labels place to just learn about the choices you can make, the power that you have over your health and over your impact on the world. And it's a place where it just, you know, encourages everyone that change is really possible it can be fun and it, it matters. It really matters. Yeah. It's always so fun. And yoga all, or Heather always hosts a yoga class of some sort. I think the first time we did it on yoga mats at the end of the day and last time in Phoenix, we did kind of standing and chair yoga and I just got the whole group moving at different times throughout the event. So it's a good blend of education, information, but then also movement and making sure that you're nourishing your bodies and there's all different things going on throughout the day. Mm -hmm. I can't wait, guys. And I think that's going to wrap up this episode. And I (laughs) thank all of you for coming. (laughs) No, we could talk forever. I feel like we just took a tiny scratch. Uh Uh-huh. That's that's the fun in it all because you both will be back and we'll do duo episodes every now and then, but I really want to dive in with you guys individually as well so you can really focus in on your areas of expertise because everyone just got a small taste of it and what you guys have to offer is so powerful. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having us and thank you everyone for listening and yeah, it's just, we're excited to be here. Yeah. I am excited to expand the conversation. Don't forget to hit subscribe if you're listening in the iTunes podcast app. Leave me a review it's on the Critical Conversations podcast. Every review you guys write, I read, and it is the best form of constructive criticism for me to learn from you. And please don't hesitate to share them with us. You can always message me at Critical Conversations on Instagram or email me, contact at criticalconversationspodcast.com. And if you have 
specific questions for any of the guests you've heard as I've introduced you to them along the way. These are the top four girls that you are going to be hearing from again and again. So don't hesitate to reach out and reach out to them personally too. You can find them at She Changes Everything and let's expand this community together. That's episode 15 and we will be back next week. Thanks guys. Thanks guys.